As I mentioned a little earlier, another sexual assault in the city on Tuesday. It happened in broad daylight, 4pm, in Austin Lane, according to the police. This is on top of the sexual assault last Thursday. Now, I want to make it clear, the offenders have been apprehended. Police have done their job. The offenders have been apprehended. But it is another example of the terrible things happening around the Northern Territory, particularly in Darwin at the moment. The Executive Director of the Property Council of Australia's Northern Territory branch, Ruth Palmer, joins me on the show. Good morning to you, Ruth. Good morning, Katie. Now, Ruth, as a woman who's in the city regularly, um, this news makes me feel, feel pretty disturbed, and I'm sure that you probably feel the same. I spoke to a number of retailers yesterday who are in the city, and they're feeling pretty concerned about the state of things. What's your reaction when you heard about this latest incident? It is very disturbing, Katie. And my building where I work is actually at Austin Lane. So the building that I'm in every single day is one that uh, backs onto Austin Lane there. So it is quite alarming that these sorts of events are happening sort of in that 4pm time. You know, these are times when parents are walking around with their children. Uh, you know, even when school goes back, this is the times when people have picked up their kids and bringing them into the city for the afternoon. So this is completely unacceptable and, you know, it should not be happening on our streets and especially in our laneways which we're spending a lot of time and effort in trying to activate. We've got coffee shops along that laneway, we have uh, events on those laneways and this just puts a really bad taste on what our laneways are out there to achieve. Well we've got the beautiful street art, we've got so much going on to try to entice people into our CBD but Ruth what are property owners and businesses saying to you at the moment? So at the moment Katie they're they're just very frustrated and um, asking the question of why am I here? Why do I keep my doors open? What am I going to wake up to in the morning? Is there going to be another broken window? Or are my staff going to get assaulted in the workplace? We know that assaults on retail workers have increased over the last couple of weeks. We've seen uh, numerous reports of people being assaulted physically in their store. So people are coming into people's areas and physically assaulting them. And for what purpose? Like, I don't understand what the, what the drive is there in a in a retail store mm. uh, so this is just completely unacceptable it's driving people away and people will close their doors and we will be a ghost town now Ray's Cafe actually took to social media yesterday and questioned how much longer senseless break-ins and vandalism can go on after they were once again targeted. Are we still seeing a lot of that kind of crime around the city as well at the moment? Yeah, and there's still obviously a lot of break-ins around the hotels as well. So you do see, um, you know, the restaurants and hotels still being broken into and targeted. You know, Ray's Cafe is a brilliant cafe. It's always active. There's so many people that frequent there and that would be a huge blow to the city if that did close its doors. But, you know, we're coming into our Christmas season. We want our doors open. We want our local territory businesses supporting Territorians and people being able to go into a shop and buy things safely. But the fact is they don't feel safe. And when you don't feel safe, you're not going to open your doors, but people aren't going to go into the CBD or other areas across the Territory. And I think we're feeling exasperated at the moment because the police are doing their jobs. They're working incredibly 
really hard to try to make sure that they're catching offenders when they do the wrong thing. Um, you know, we've got a situation where the government's coming out saying that they're doing this, that and the other, but Territorians are not feeling as though it's working. No, and I mean, you've got to look at the statistics, Katie. So we're looking at the statistics of the crime rates for this uh, this report that's come out this week and that everything, every market is up. So everything is already a high percent, but we're already coming off what was very disturbing high statistics anyway. So year on year, it's increasing and we are getting higher. So when does those num- when do those numbers become unacceptable? When do we not accept that the number of offences or the fact that it's going up year on year is unacceptable? And that's what the government needs to see. If you look back 10 years to what the numbers were, to how it is now and the level that it's risen, it's mm. absolutely n- not appropriate for where we live and what we love and what we we want to do in the Territory. What impact do you think that it's having on livability but also investment into the Territory? Oh, investment's a struggle. Uh, people will not come here because of the unacceptable behaviour and the crime. People don't feel safe. We know of people who have left the Territory because of this reason. We know businesses who have shut their doors because they've had enough and they've moved down south and you know what? They say, best thing I ever did. And they're things as a Territorian you don't want to hear. Like, yeah, you don't you want to hear people. Heartbroken. Yeah, like Because there's people here that still love it. They're still trying to sell the message, still trying to say it's a great place. Um, but sadly, it's becoming really difficult to sell the message because we are seeing it and somehow it's become this accepted thing that we just have to get on with and deal with and it's it's completely unacceptable. It is completely unacceptable and I think, you know, even for myself, like I... I feel sad hearing people, you know, like hearing that people are leaving and that they're happy when they leave because I still believe in the place and I still believe that it can actually turn around. But there has to be the will and there has to be the actual desire from the government to do it. Now, I know that they're saying all the right things, but unfortunately, we're not seeing that change that we all need. And it's having a massive impact on everybody. What what does the government need to be doing from the Property Council's perspective? Yeah, and that's right, Katie. And I guess the question is as well, how long do people have to wait? We've already been waiting a long time and we have heard a lot of policies or a lot of changes coming through, but unfortunately the statistics aren't matching with what the legislative changes had promised to do. So we need to go back to the drawing board, really looking at what is going on. Is it a resourcing issue? Is there security? Is there something that's drawing people into areas where there is high activity like why are people walking around uh, at 10am in the morning drunk so you know they're the things that need to be looked at and you know looking at the fact that well what is going on here there's obviously the underlying issue around it and that's what needs to be established so why are these why are people doing this and that's the question that's got to be asked we know that um, in our survey that we did at the start of the year that people highlighted that resourcing was a massive issue and we've heard it from the Northern Territory Police before Mm. that there was the resourcing issue. So, you know, we really need to make sure that 2024 is a better year for Territorians because right now you do have people leaving in droves and it's not good enough. No, it's not. We need to see some change. We've got to see some really serious change and um, I think everybody wants the crime that we're seeing around the place to... to turn around and I know that it's not going to happen overnight but as you touched on you know seven years worth of work here and I said it to the police minister yesterday like at what point are we going to actually see an impact yeah well that's right Katie and like I said how long 
how long do we have to wait? Um, you know, we've we've talked about the change. We've talked about things don't happen overnight. But you know, this has been a a very long ongoing problem. So at what point? Do we go, right, that is it. We are completely fed up. Like, we can't live in our town anymore. Mm, yeah. Oh, Ruth, look, I really appreciate you coming in this morning. And uh, and I know you love the place. I know that you want to see it thrive. And I know, um, yeah, that we all do. That's the whole point here. And I feel like we're banging a drum that we've been banging on for quite some time. But at some point, something has to change. It cannot continue to get worse. Well, well that's right, Katie. And, you know, uh, you're a mother like myself and we've got children who live in the territory and we want our kids to stay in the territory so how do you keep them here like when they're when when they're actually witnessing this behavior they're seeing it on the news they're hearing it at at school but they're actually seeing it on the streets or at the shopping centers so this is physical acts that our children are witnessing and to them is it okay for them to think that that behavior is okay it's not it's not and so how do you put that message to your children that this is not okay behavior that is an incredibly good point ruth um i really appreciate you joining us this morning we'll talk to you again very soon thank you katie thank you